Yo, yo, yo. Mr. Skirtbag, what is up with you? <laughs> oh my god, the jingle, dude. That sounded like it should be on like a Geico commercial or something. Yeah, that would be good insurance commercial. You're like, hee-hoo, what's up with you? Yeah, I think that's, that's should... nice. Yeah, I mean, I, look, I'm just, I'm, a, I'm uh, turning into a creator, you know. Yeah, so I, can just, I can just do it off the riff like that now. Or, I respect it, dude. It's all, that's what we're all about on this podcast. Just off the cuff, pure fucking comedy. No, I'm kidding, dude. I've been workshopping that one and fine tuning it for the last five years. Do you like it? <laughs> now was the moment that you used it. Do you like it? He said, I'm saving this one for the 44th episode of a podcast. I don't even know we're starting yet. Let me start workshopping it now. Hey, this is the 46th. Oh, wow. That was pretty close, honestly. I don't know too good at remembering. The, the way numbers. that we're recording it, it's it's like we're recording our 45th. But we dropped this one on Monday. True, 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 so true. So it drops true. as the 46th. True chains, true chains. Um, so Lex, so Lex and I got a uh, Jersey, Jersey Mike's for, uh, dinner tonight. Cause, uh, my boy TJ, he put, he works with special Olympics all the time. He actually just was in uh wildwood, I think, or AC, one of those two coaching for a special Olympics, um, this past weekend. And he posted that all Jersey Mike's proceeds today were going to the special Olympics. So I was like, all right, bet. I happen to have a gift card from Christmas. We went to my neighbor's house and they play this game where you play pong and you just like shoot, like you put like probably like 50 cups on the table and you just shoot and whatever, every cup has a number and every present has a number and then you pick it or you could like steal somebody else's present. Right. Um, and you only so get I, one shot. No, you keep shooting until you make it. Oh, okay. um, and then it's the next person's turn, and then you just keep going. So, like, I think we all went home with like a couple of presents. Um, but I got a jersey. I went left with the Jersey Mike's gift card. So I was like, "Yeah, we're never gonna use this." I don't really. I'm not like, "Oh, Jersey Mike's is so good." Like, I'm never like a, a round one. And if I right. am, that gift card's not gonna be on me. Right. I was like, "Perfect." So, so we get that. Um, she snags it on her way home, and I we ate it before we get on here. And I ate the first half, and I was like. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to eat the second half. Like, I'm thinking about it. And she's like, she pretty much like was like, yeah, you should. Um, she'll say, no, I said, do it every one because you're going to want to eat it later, too. But um, she was, I was like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to eat, eat the second half. And then she's like talking to Benjamin. And she's like, nope, I'm saving my second half, which means that you can't eat it either, Benjamin. And I'm like, talk. She's like, talk to me into eating my second half. And then she only ate half. And that she's going to have it later. No, I'm not going to get to have it later. <laughs> The fucking mind games, dude. That's pure fucking evil, Lex. What the fuck is good with that? She's not going to hear this until like five days later. <laughs> you know she's going to be the first one to listen to. Facts. 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 Dude, um, I got to say the whole mic arm situation not going on there looks very good. Yeah? Yeah. It, it looks- feels like perfect, dude. It's not like blocking my view of you all right so i have it coming off of like the right side of my desk so it's not blocking my view of you at all and it's not blocking my view of my monitor so like when we get into the sports pod i can like look up at the dock easily yeah it's a nice fucking setup dude it looks like you're gonna like spit some bars or something i think i might start dude i mean i started <laughs> with the yodelay he who yodelay he who what's up with you i'm coming at you like a fucking 
You thought I was going to say it. Pikachu? You thought I was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah let's go with that. <laughs> Let me Pikachu. Naked. But naked. Yeah, like peek at you, but it's Pikachu. Yeah. Yellow Ferrari, I peek at like Pikachu or something like that. Who says that? Little baby? I don't know. It wasn't me. <laughs> All right, Shaggy. <laughs> oh, Kenny, Kenny, Kenny. It wasn't me sitting on the sofa. It wasn't, it wasn't me. me. Um, dude, I'm real hype for. I'm getting a bunch of vinyls this weekend from my boy Chris. I saw your your tweet about the ACDC one. Yeah, I'm getting ACDC. Um, I'm getting. I got ACDC. I got uh, Best Day Ever. And I got another one from Urban Outfitters. His girlfriend gets some good percent off there. Uh, and they're doing like employee appreciation now. So she gets like a extra bonus percent off. So he was like, I'll get you that. And I'll just tell you how much you owe me. And I was like, I right, bet. He also snagged me um, acid wrap. And I think he snagged me Macadelic, but he's going to put he's going to bring Macadelic back. Because Macadell, they just released the 10-year anniversary vinyl on their website, on his official website. So I, I, was, like, I was like, I'm going to get that instead. Um, so he's going to bring that back. But he got me Acid Rap, which is fucking probably one of my favorite Chance pieces. Um, and then he got me Kids before. And I think he got me something else. So I'm, I got some good shit coming this weekend. Dude, that's fucking hype. Acid rap on vinyl is going to be awesome, dude. Yeah. Yeah. That's I'm stoked for you on that. That's sick. Acid rap is probably Chance's best project, in my opinion. Uh, I agree. I think it's my favorite. Yeah. That and then uh, what's the what's the one where the, the four or three? Is it um, coloring, coloring? I was going to say coloring like book. But I think Coloring Book is the one that came out after the one that I liked of his. His newest one is the one with Hot Shower on it. That name, yeah. hot, name Hot Shower. That's all. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the one before that was the one he had the song with Lil Wayne and Two Chains. Coloring Book is this one. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That one's good too. Um, you don't want to run one. Yeah, it's no problem. Summer Friends, same drugs. Mixtape, Juke Jam, All Night, Smoke Break, Blessings. Yeah. Um, Dude, that's a good-ass project. That's yeah, a, I like, I like Coloring Book. Songs. I like Coloring Book. Uh, we don't do the same drugs no more. He, that was 2016, and the only other one that he's had since then was The Big Day. Yeah, which, which was, was what, 2019? Uh, Damn. And then that's... he has he has Merry Christmas, Little Mama. When did that come out? 2020, he has a Christmas album. Chance needs to drop soon. Oh, and before Coloring Book was Acid Rap in 2013. Yeah. And before that was 10 Day. I like 10 Day, too. Is that the one with... Uh, uh, that's the one that has the song Nostalgia? Yeah. Um. Yeah, that one's good, too. Yeah. Mixtape Chance. You got me fucked up. Juke, juke. Fuck you talking about. Prom Night. I like Prom Night. It's a good one. Yeah, Prom Night's good. Brain Cells. Hey, dude, Chance has all good shit. I don't, I don't get the shade. He, uh, I feel like he's kind of stepped away from like the the public eye. Yeah, he just does different shit. 
Yeah. He's just not rapping. Like, I feel like he's still doing shit in the public. Like, I, be, I don't know. I just feel like I see him doing different stuff, um, like, all the time. It's, like, random shit. Like, I don't even know what he's doing. Um, yeah, he's not even – he doesn't even have, like, a – he's not even, like, on a feature. Like, he doesn't really have any features or anything. Like, he's just not really, like, in the rap scene anymore. At all. Yeah, he's just sucks. in like, but he's like in the pop culture scene. Yeah, yeah. Um, like the just more broadly like the entertainment industry. Right. Um, they got that fucking show on Netflix that's coming back out, right? I, fucking, flow. I, I think dude, it is. I, I think it is. I think it is. They announced they're coming out with another season. Yeah, like a while ago though. Yeah, and I have no clue. It's got to be the first season soon. came out in 2019 when because we watched it when I lived in Monarch with Doobie. Yeah, when I came down for a weekend. Yeah, that was a that was a hot minute ago. Yeah. I finished it on my fly home. My flight home. My fly home. You flew home, like, just fucking flapping your wings? <laughs> yeah, facts. <laughs> Watching <laughs> Rhythm and Flow the whole time. Yeah. That's hype. Um, yeah, dude, I need to get I need to get back on my vinyl game. Now that I got a little bit more money, I might uh splurge and treat myself. I want to get a Flatbush. I want to get 3,001. I think it's going to be my next purchase. Um, they released it like a few months ago on vinyl and it's dope. Dude. Like the disc is like clear pink and like kind of like tie dye colored. Okay. And then there's like a uh, there's like the actual album. So like obviously the album cover is like the vinyl piece. But then on the inside, they have like a big poster of uh, like them three and like the song list and shit. Looks That's dope. sick. Yeah. I think um, I need to get a new record player, though, dude. Mine is kind of like. It's just old, and, like, when I bought it, it wasn't, like... I just bought it just to have one. Like, I didn't really get, like, a nice one. Um, and, like, sometimes, like, the the plug-in that you plug into, like, the back of it that plugs into the wall kind of, like, is pretty loose, so it gets unplugged a lot, like, pretty easily. But mm. I might just invest in a new one, like, a good one, so that'll have it for a while. Yeah, you should. Because, I mean, you don't want to be spending all the money on a fucking... on vinyls if... You don't have a good record player. All right. Yeah, I think you should get a new one. All right, dude. Fine. Fuck it. Twisting my arm. There you go. Um, dude. So Jake and I played uh played some golf this weekend. Played a lot of golf this weekend, actually. Saturday we went out with our like normal group, our group of our group of guys, and played like shit. Um, still nice to get out. It was a little cold though. And then after our round, so my first, my front nine were so, it was just horrendous, dude. I shot a 55 on the front, just so bad, awful. And then the back nine, I kind of figured shit out and shot a 48. And I felt really good, like, coming off the last hole. And I was like, dude, I want to, like, I need to play more golf. Like, I can't end my weekend on that fucking showing. I was like, let's get the girls. Maybe uh, Riley and Mags will want to come out do some drinking and just hang out with us while we play. So he was like, all right, bet. So we asked them, they were down, played River Oaks the next day. And um, the first fucking hole, dude, from my drive to my putt, birdied the first hole. And I was like, dude, this is like, I'm feeling it. Like I'm feeling myself, like figure my shit out with my golf swing and kind of just like it, dude, it was like, I couldn't even explain to you like what I was doing. Like, it was my my pre-swing routine was just feeling good. Like, I was keeping my head down through the ball, and I was just feeling good, dude. Front nine, I birdied 
just that first hole, had a few pars, ended up shooting a 47 on the front. And then the back nine, bro, we're coming off around the turn and birdied the first hole off the back nine. And then the second hole after that was a par three. It was like a long par three. My fucking probably was, it was probably 175, 180 yards. My shot off the tee comes down, dude, bounces once, hits the pole, like the flagpole, and rolls back like probably like 25 feet and then kind of just sat there. And the way this green was, the uh, slope was like the front of the green was lower than the backside. So it was a, a down slope from where I was putting. And we got up to the ball, dude, and I just, like, lined up this putt, and I was like, my dude, I for some reason, my putter was on fire, bro. I was hitting, like, this was probably. You got like, to put it out. It, dude, I don't want to. I want to putt like that for the rest of my life. I don't know what I was doing. But I'm sitting there, and it was kind of cool because Maggie was, like, standing on top of, like, right around the green. I didn't know she was up there, but she was just, like, taking pictures of Jake and I. And, um. I just fucking hit this ball, dude, and just watched it, like, like roll down the green. And I'm sitting there watching it roll. And I'm like, oh, that's looking good. That's looking good. And it just kept getting closer and closer, and the line wasn't changing, and straight for the hole. And I was like, holy fuck, dude, that might go in. And it was one of those where it just, like, like comes around and just drops perfectly, like, perfect speed. Like, it didn't, like, lip around. It, it was, like, the perfect putt, dude. And I was just like, hold. that was the nicest putt I've ever hit. And it was like back-to-back birdies. Ended up birding three holes on the day. Um, I dude, it was so annoying because I had every hole except for two were double bogey or less. And I only double bogeyed like two holes. Like pretty much everything was bogey and par except for two holes. So on the front nine, I think it was the ninth hole. I had an eight on a par four, and it really fucked my score. Ooh. It sucks, dude. And then going into the very last hole, I needed a par. It was a par five. I needed a hit par to break 90. And I shit the bed and had and shot a nine on the last hole. I was so oh. it was like one of the best days of golf I've ever played, but like my score didn't show for it because of those two holes. And I was just like, dude, it really just goes to show like you break concentration, concentration for like one or two holes, and your whole game is fucked. Yeah, it was, dude, it was a good ass time. Like the weather was nice. We were out there. Uh, we snuck some fucking Bud Light oranges and White Claws in. Ryan, uh, Maggie were having a good ass time just hanging out and like watching us play. And it was weird because Jake played really well, too. Jake shot an 89. He broke 90 and he had a few birdies, too. And we were like, dude, like, why is it? It just felt different, dude. Like when him and I were playing by ourselves, like with our girls, it felt like everything was like just way more calm and like the vibes were just better. And I think it's because, like, we just didn't feel rushed playing with, like, a whole group of four and then having people, like, you know, just, like, lining up their putts and kind of just going through the motion. You know what I mean? Like, we were taking our time, like, reading our putts and lining up our fairway shots and taking our time on the tee box. And I was just like, dude, I just need to do that every single time. And I will take 10 strokes off my golf game every single time. It's not even – it wasn't even had anything to do with my mechanics. I think everything came down to – me just like just relaxing and fucking taking my time and not rushing through the motions dude you know it's funny is so so i played on friday on a friday afternoon after work and i started out dookie um on four i parred i was off not even like the fringe of the green i was in the rough texas wedge took my putter out i said fuck it 
from like probably 30 feet away, read the line perfect, sunk it in there for par. I was like, dude, let's fucking go. (laughs) (laughs) I best feeling, dude. Dude, the next hole is a par five, and I almost did the same exact thing, hit the fucking flagpole and out. Um, and then sunk it in for bogey. Um, but then so whatever, I was not very good on the front nine, but I get we get to nine, it's a par five. I fucking rip my drive. I'm probably 30 yards past everybody because it's like a gnarly downhill. So my ball just rolled real far. Yeah. And then it's water like a creek and then 200 yards to the green. Um, and I'm looking around. These dudes are looking for their balls. Nobody's swinging. We got there's high school kids that are walking that are catching us because I'm playing with five people and they're all playing slow. Like, I'm yeah. not great, but they're all playing slow, taking, like, three practice swings, just, like, not, like, having, like, good pace, especially when it's five of us. Right. Um, we were getting caught by fucking high school kids walking. 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 Yeah. They don't have golf carts. Yeah, um, <laughs> And so I was like, all right, this is my chance to break away from them. So I take out my wood and just fucking think fucking drilled it, bro. Perfect, perfect, dude. It was like a narrow shot to the green because like it's water right in front of you, and then the right is all like two foot high grass. Like you're like you can't find a ball in there, right? Um, and I just fucking just cranked it, and I'm like, all right, I honestly don't know if I'm gonna be able to find my ball because there's a road right behind it. I was like, I was landing near the green. I might have hopped into the road or over the road, dude. I'm pin high. 10 yards from the hole like maybe like not on the green on the rough it was like short it was like a short distance it was like eight yards of green then i was a couple yards into the rough um and i was just like oh my fucking god chipped on and then two putted because i'm dookie so i but i got a par and i was like all right fuck it I'm, i'm leaving these dudes next one is a par five going the opposite way pretty much exact same thing like a decent drive like nothing crazy but then took my wood and fucking Cranked it, got myself within like, I mean, I think like 20 yards, 30 yards, and then just chipped myself on and then potted from there. And I think I parred that one as well. Nice, dude. And then the next hole after that was par three. And I took my shot, didn't know where the ball went, took another tee shot, saw where it landed. I was like, all right. And they were both, one was like on the fringe and one was on the rough, like five yards shorter. And I was like, oh, so I put them both like right next to the, to the green on this. Okay. Um, but dude, complete opposite of you because I'm in there. I'm like, I'm trying to get away from the people behind me. So I'm like, all right, like I'm going to be moving. Right. And I'm like, I'm singing fucking running down a dream. Like the whole time, I'm like running down a dream. <laughs> don't wherever it leads. <laughs> we're on a mystery. <laughs> like, I'm rocking out, bro. I'm fucking cruising along. I'm not taking my time at all. Uh, but I'm playing nice. But see, dude, for me, it wasn't even like I was like taking my time. Like, you know, I wasn't doing like three practice swings. I completely took out practice swings my whole game. I was just like more focused because I didn't have to worry about three other people having to take their shots and go find their ball and wait for them to take their shots. Like I could just play at my own pace and like focus on my own game. And Jake was the same way. And it like made such a difference in our scores, dude. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, It was fun though, dude. And ever since then, I've just been like literally since 
we left the course that day on Sunday afternoon. I was just like, damn, I want to play against so bad, but like I can't go out during the weekday because I don't have any time. Yeah. By the time by the time I finish work, it's pretty much already almost six o'clock. Yeah. I mean, eventually I think you'll get into uh like a system where you can like get off early like some days and go golf and shit but like you're new still probably so you can't really right. do that right now right could you imagine like three weeks into a new job hey man i'm gonna get off early and go golf is that cool is that no dude you cool with that <laughs> like no i mean maybe though my uh my last day of training is tomorrow so that's hype mm. Mm, that is hard. I'm excited to be done with that stupid bullshit because the last like week and a half of training that I've been doing it's just been like stuff that's not like related to marketing at all which is mm. super annoying because it's taking away time from what I could be doing for my actual job but I'm hyped to be done with that um yeah bro I'm in the same boat with work my client filed and like it's just like such a relief like we got like all of our shit done um I am like not working 11 hour days anymore. I did on Monday, but uh, yesterday I was like, dude, I told Lex, I was like, dude, I don't think I'm going to be working 11 hours a day anymore. Like, I think I'm good to just work like regular eight hour days again. Um, yeah, that's nice. So that's exciting. I love that. Love that for me. Yeah, especially when, when did busy season start for you? Like end of January? No, literally January 3rd, the very first Monday in January. Oh, damn. I was working 11 hours a day at least. And like through for all of January, pretty much, I was working like 65 hour weeks or more, 65 to 68. Jesus Christ, dude. That's uh my busy seasons from like July to September, which I guess isn't that bad. And it's obviously not like the same as like an account. Yeah, it's not that bad. So I was trying to come down Labor Day weekend. I mean, you still could. I'm not going to be, like, working on weekends or anything. It's just, like, the amount of work that I have for – it's it's essentially, like, our client's busy season, So which in turn is going to make us a little bit more busy because of what they need mm. to get out. True, but, true, true. Yeah, dude, I'm uh, watching Jake's – Jake and Rye's dogs, Izzy and McKinley, are going to be over at the crib this weekend because they're going to uh, his sister's baby shower. Mm. So I'm thinking I'm going to – chill with the dogs this weekend and i might go out and play a solo round maybe sunday if it's nice but leave all the dogs alone together yeah kyle's gonna love it dude hatch is bold she hasn't seen isabel in a minute yeah but i feel like that's just bold why because dude they're gonna have no supervision what if they go crazy uh, Kyla's been laying in the same spot. All yeah, day. but she'll she hasn't been hanging out with Isabel and McKinley. Yeah, but they'll be all right. Plus, mm. Clay will be home. Oh, really? Yeah. He's actually leaving. Uh, he's moving to Charlotte April. I think he told me April 11th. For his Damn, job. that's quick. I know. I know. Has he found it's, somebody uh, to live with? Yeah, I guess he's going to live with Yvonne because he lives in Charlotte. Mm. But he, he told me today his boss called him and was like, hey, like, when can you get down here? And he was like, um, originally it was like within like three or four weeks. And he was like, well, that's the season because he works for the minor league team, the Charlotte Knights, I think they're called, the White Sox minor league team. And he was like, well, the season starts like 
a few days after the MLB season does. So kind of want to get you down here for like the start of that. It's just so you're like in the swing of things. So he's going to be out of here sooner than we thought. Damn. It's going to suck for me, dude. I'm going to get bored as shit. Yeah. What are you going to do? I don't know, dude. I'm just going to be me and Kyla. And Maggie when she comes down for the weekends, but. Yeah. When does your new lease start with Mags? Uh, June 1st, I believe. Oh, bet, bet. Or June. It's either June 1st or June 11th. Okay. But our lease here ends on May 23rd, so I'm going to probably have to live with Meme and Pop for a week or two. Mm. Good old Meme and Pop. Trusty sons of bitches, man. They sure are. What yeah. else are grandparents for? Right. Make good Why lasagna not? and uh, making good you... lasagna and letting me give you a place to stay for a few weeks at a time. Yep, they just used me to get to Kyla, dude. That's all they are. They just—that's <laughs> all they want to do is see Kyla. Yeah, that's true. I don't. I don't. That's how my mom is. There. I don't dare go over there for dinner without Kyla anymore. Last oh, time I did no. that, they're like, I mean, "What the fuck's your dog?" It's like, I she's home, but I'm here. <laughs> what the fuck? That's not good enough. Yeah. My mom, uh, my parents are coming down um, the week of the weekend after next weekend, I think. Okay. Yeah, so next weekend, I will be going to New York for the Yanks game on Saturday. Oh, and then the weekend after that, they're coming down to Myrtle. Okay. So that should be fun. I was texting Don when I was uh, golfing on Sunday, and I was like, I was like, dude, I'm playing out of my mind. I've 33 holes. And he was like, yo, you better fucking relax. You better not start getting good as soon as I'm about to come down and play. And I was like, hey, man. Sorry about gotta, it. Someone's got to whoop your ass. Yeah. Sorry about that. <clears throat> That'll be nice, dude. You think you and Don are going to get around it when he comes down? Oh, yeah. We always yeah, have to, right? Yeah. We'll probably get one or two in. Um. Last time he came down, I was still at my old job, obviously. And I was just like, dude, come down. Like, I got to work, but I can just go to the golf course while I work and we can play. So I just met him at the course, fucking drove over to the golf course, which is like five minutes from my office. Got a round of 18 in, went back to the office, clocked out and called it a day. And that course was like on the easier side because it's, kind of shitty but like they're trying to rebrand and like kind of like rebuild it now so it's like nice course but it's also not like the best course to play so we played that one and then we played with our usual group like jake and his dad and g bob and all that the next day at myrtle beach national but uh we'll probably get somewhere we haven't played before um this time i want to get over to tpc myrtle beach dude apparently it's really nice and it's a little bit more difficult but like I want to check it out and see what that fuss is about. Yeah, I think that course would probably be dope to play. It's a little bit of bread, though. Yeah, but it's uh, it's cheaper than, like, fucking Grand Dunes or uh, what's that other one? Uh, True Blue. True Blue is, like, $135 per How person. much is TPC Myrtle Beach? It's, like, 120 oh. yeah? Uh, It depends on the day. Now, right now, if I were to go play today, it's probably, like, hundred bucks but you know once golf season kicks off it's probably like yeah it's probably up there that's a lot of money for a round of golf and i'm not very good although you know what 
I didn't lose too many balls when I was playing like this past weekend. That's always a good. Or point. the weekend I before lost, that. I only lost two balls <clears throat> and it was on the same hole on the same shot. I uh my so my drive landed like right in front of this like where the water kind of jets out. So like the green is like half island green. So like on the right side of the green it's all water and then it jets out a little bit and stops and then goes around. And and then it's just straight fairway back to the tee box. I hit my drive, went in the water, took a drop. I should have I should have given myself a better lie because I just dropped it like where my ball like rolled in. And I just fucking chunked it, dude, and it just went right in the water. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> but those were the only two balls I lost, which was nice. Yeah, not too shabby. And they were uh, – it was funny because so obviously, like, Maggie was with me. And she got me – I showed you those golf balls she got me for Christmas that have, like, the picture of her face on them. Yeah. So I, I pretty much used all those already, but I was digging around in my bag. Um, she had asked me, like, earlier in the day if I still had any. I was like, no, nah, I lost them all. Um and then I was digging around in my bag and I found one. I was like, oh shit, look what I got. And then I dropped it and it swung and just lost it immediately. And she was like, uh, <laughs> uh, tough I scene. was like, now I don't have any more. <laughs> <laughs> like for sure, for sure, don't have any more. <laughs> yeah. But uh it was cool to play like the best golf of my life in front of Maggie because every week I'd come home and she'd be like, How was golf? And I'd be like, dude, I shot a 103. The fuck. Like, this is fucking stupid. <laughs> I hate this yeah. game. And then I was like, after the round, I was like, dude, you might have to come out with me every fucking week if that's how it's going to be. Because I'm not spending $70 a week to play 103 fucking score golf when I can just bring you with me for free and take 10 strokes off my game. Yeah. Do it up. Put her in your bag. To. I have to. She was, she was being a nice little caddy for me, dude. Like, I would be like, I'd grab like my putter and my 60 degree, like to go up whenever I was like just off the fringe of the green. Yeah. And I'd hit my fucking, I'd chip on and she'd be like, you want me to take your club? And I'd be like, yes, sir. Or yes, ma'am, caddy, please. And she'd just like fucking jog over and grab it and put it in my bag. It's like, I feel like I'm on tour right now. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not too shabby. Maybe I got to get yeah. Lex out on the course. I think we're going to get Lex lessons. That would be dope. That would be dope. Has she ever played before? Nah. Yeah, probably probably got to get like uh one or two lessons in and then dude, and you probably might not even need lessons. Just take her to the range and just let her hit some there's, balls. There's there's this dude that does lessons for $85 for an hour at the range. I'm like, bro, that's not even 100 bucks for an hour to like somebody to like at least teach you how to swing. You're it's not just me. I I would right. be terrible, bro. I tried teaching her how to snowboard and that went really poorly. <laughs> yeah but that's different because when you're teaching someone how to snowboard like usually you're also snowboarding so you want to like go have fun but with golf it's different because you're like you can be in the same spot because it's never fun <laughs> I'm, yeah. never, I'm never enjoying it <laughs> yeah. dude i was watching the uh foreplay pod the barstool foreplay guys uh-huh. they're playing a uh scramble against max max homan or homan or something like that he's a like the top 35 ranked golfer in the world i think it's tour. max hama Ah, yeah yeah that's what it is and um they were playing and he was max was like hitting his drive off the tee and he hits a fucking just absolute tank job like 400 yards right down the middle and Riggs just looks at him and goes man that looks so fun like it looks like you're having fun how does it feel to have fun when you golf and he's just like yeah dude it's pretty fucking sweet <laughs> <laughs> yeah i can't relate no, nope not me couldn't be me could never be me <laughs> 
though. Thanks for the insight. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty fucking sweet. He said. I want to be John Daly, dude. I want to be Dustin Johnson. Hmm. One of my executives, uh, I was on the phone with him today, just kind of talking, and he was like, uh, he was just kind of asking me like where I'm from and like what I'm doing. So I told him I live in Myrtle and I play golf and stuff. And he was like, oh, dude, that's cool. Like me and a few other execs from the company and like a few of our vendors are going to the Masters next weekend. And I was just like, I was like, that the sounds Masters? Good. He was like, yeah, we went a few years ago um, as like a company event. And it was pretty sweet. So we're going to go again this year. And I was like, damn, dude, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, this dude that I work with was like, oh, yeah, um, I'm going to the final four if Villanova make it. He's like a Villanova alum. He's like, yeah, I'm going if they make it. They didn't make like, it, did they? No, they did. He's oh, like, really? Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking Gonzaga. He's like, he's like, he's got everything booked. Like he was like, I'm going if they make it, and then they made it. So now I guess he's headed down to New Orleans. That's tight. When do those games start? I think this weekend. Nice. Well, by the time people listen to this, it's gonna be over. Yeah. Over. It's over. Oh boy. Oh boy. That'll be tight though. Fucking yeah. sports, man. Hell of a drug. It really is. Sports are like the best form of media now. They t- it's taken over like, like sports versus like Oscars or like movies and stuff. Like sports are yeah. way more watched. Speaking of, should we speak on the uh, slap heard around the world? The Willie Smith one. Yeah, you know the other one. <laughs> the other slap that happened happened at the Oscars. What are your thoughts on that? Whose side are you on? Um, I'm on the side of. I, I guess Chris Rock, right? Like, yeah, me too. Um, apparently, he didn't even write the joke. I don't know what's real or not. I don't know what to believe or, or about anything. Honestly, I, I didn't. I didn't think it was real at first. I thought it was a bit, but seeing like the uncensored <laughs> version and then the whole like LAPD asked Chris if he wanted to file charges afterwards and all that shit. And I was just like, God damn, dude! Like, yeah, but like. He didn't flinch. What if Will Smith went in closed fist? He did flinch. Did you see the slow-mo version of it? He was standing there like with his hands behind his back and he was laughing. Because, dude, what, think about this. If you're, if you're fucking Chris Rock in that moment, the last thing you expect Will Smith to do is walk up to the stage and bitch slap you in front of <laughs> millions of people. Like, I wouldn't expect that. I'd be like, maybe he's going to make like a bit or something or, you know, like say something to me. I'm not thinking I'm gonna get full fucking slapped. Like, yeah, what that's the facts. fuck, dude. That's and facts. then Chris, and then Chris is just like, oh, he's like, Will Smith just slapped the shit out of me. <laughs> I was like, that's funny. He goes, and then you could see him, uh, like I guess the teleprompter just said, um, walk it out or like you know, like finish, like keep keep it moving. Yeah, and he saw that, and he's like, he see him like look back at like the the crew behind him, and he just goes, well. That makes for the greatest night in television history. <laughs> like that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, dude. Uh, I'm, I'm like, dude. The fact that Will Smith like laughed at the joke and then realized that Jada was like not okay with it and then did something about it, like that does that just does something not. It's something not right with that, dude. It's like, yeah. One, Jada Smith is 
Dude, she's fucking ruined Will Smith. Like with the, with the whole like they have the open relationship, and she just gets on these podcasts and talks about who she fucks and just embarrasses dude, and then pulls some shit like that because she can't take like a very, dude. The joke wasn't even that bad. Like it was a funny joke. It wasn't. It wasn't like demeaning or like you know what I mean. Like it wasn't a bad like hateful joke at all. He, that's why he goes, he goes, it was a G.I. Jane joke, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> like what, dude? Like, you know how many, like, bald men get made fun of, like, very mildly like that? Like, it's just a joke. Like, it's not that serious. And the fact that she just, like, can't take a joke and, like, had her husband go up and slap the shit out of Chris Rock in front of the entire world. It's just, uh, I don't know. I felt bad for Chris Rock, dude, because, one, I love the dude. Like, I think he's funny. And two, like, well, his ticket sales went fucking through the roof for his upcoming tour. So good. I mean, yeah, I mean, out. hey, it's a win-win for him, dude. Honestly, yeah. like, yeah, he got bitch slapped in front of everybody, but one took it like took a fucking like man, an absolute and man, a professional. Dude. dude, he took that shit straight off the chin. Didn't like rub his face or touch his face or anything. He just was like, Doosh. Will Smith just slapped the fuck out of me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, facts. Looking like a chip, dude, and then just facts. fucking continued on. Um, yeah, it was, it was, dude. I remember I was sitting here playing Fortnite and just seeing like Twitter going crazy. I got on like the where you can search on Twitter and it just said hashtag the slap. Ooh, excuse me, hashtag the slap. Nice. And I was like, oh, what's this about? <laughs> I just see fucking Chris Rock getting his fucking face slapped uh... by Will Smith. I was like, oh, that's like a funny bit. And then I saw like in Australia, they had like the it's not censored at all. So it's yeah, just I saw like, a Japan one. Yeah, where he slaps him and just then Will Smith is like screaming at him. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep my wife's main name out your fucking mouth. It was a G.I. <laughs> Jane joke, dude. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, that shit was wild. People are still talking about it, too. Like. Yeah. And I guess, like, I guess I could see why people thought it was fake because, dude, people are still talking about it four days later. Like, nobody – I wouldn't even known the – I didn't, had no idea the Oscars were even on. No, me either. If it weren't for that, I wouldn't have I known. think the Grammys are this weekend. They're going to have to do something crazy to top it. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, let's see what the Grammys got in, in the bag. I saw a meme today, and, it was, like, someone had edited – uh marty from madagascar like chris rock's character mm-hmm. and then the the fish from uh um shark tail yeah and yeah, it's just yeah. Like the fish you saw that where he's like walking yeah. up and just smacks marty <laughs> yep 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 oh man that was probably one of my that was probably my favorite like meme to come out of that that was the best yeah there was yeah. a lot of funny shit but like that was the by far the best yeah, dude, that one and then the SpongeBob one where SpongeBob's like up on stage, like doing stand up comedy or whatever, and they just dubbed like the audience. Oh, yeah, yes, yes. And you got yes. like the angry fish in the audience where he's like, keep my name out of <laughs> your, my wife's such a name mouth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, those, yeah, those two were the best. Listen, there are a lot of things I dislike about the internet and like the media and all this, like people being connected. But I love the fact, like with Twitter, how everyone can come together, like, Dude, like when World War Three was about to pop off, like the memes that came out of that were so fucking funny. Like there's just like world events that happen at one time. Like you just go on Twitter and it's like like a fucking pool of the funniest content you could find, dude. Like yeah. I don't understand how people think of some of the shit that they make because it's just so perfect. Like, oh, uh, dude, yeah, it's so no, funny. I, agree. 
I saw the first one I saw that made me chuckle was it was a, a picture of Will Smith, like about to slap Chris Rock. And on Chris Rock's face, it just said, fuck around. And on Will Smith's hand, it said, find out. <laughs> uh, Twitter dude, memes are the fucking best. Dude. Twitter memes are the best. Whenever, when, it doesn't matter what happens. doesn't matter how serious it is. Like anything, bro. Anything. They're turning into a meme. Yeah. Yep. Literally anything. Like the worst of the worst could happen and there's gonna be Twitter memes about it and it's Facts. gonna make me laugh. Yeah, you know what I saw um recently? I saw um a clip of Pete of Pete Davidson doing stand up when he was 17. Did you see that circulating? Um I don't know if it was the same one, but I saw one. Is it the one where he was like, "Hey, does anybody still play the game of how much money would it take for you to suck a dick?" No. Nah. And then nobody like people laugh but nobody says anything. He goes just goes so now <laughs> nobody plays that <laughs> game anymore. And then he's just like, he goes off of that. But I watched that today, but dude, I'm telling you, Pete Davidson's standup is fucking hilarious, dude. Nah, I saw when he was 17. He was like, he gets up and he's like, what's up? I'm 17. He's like, so ladies, like, you know, you got to like, keep it cool because, you know, you could go to jail. He was like, and to their boyfriends, you know, I can flirt with them as much as I want because, You'll go to jail too. <laughs> hey, he's not wrong. Nope. I was like, that's awesome. My uh my favorite one is uh I forget whose roast it is, but when Ann Coulter, have you seen that? Where he like gets mm-hmm. up on uh the Comedy Central roast and Ann Coulter's on stage and she starts roasting Pete Davidson. She says some like terrible joke where she's like, I once thought Pete Davidson was just a mixed biracial um Obama type person who once ruined a um, sacred um, organization, like talking about SNL because she, like she just was trying to say he's not funny and ruined SNL because SNL is not funny anymore. And then she goes, but it turns out he's not mixed and like nobody laughed or whatever. And then Pete just like sitting like next to like all the other comedy roasters just goes, he has a joint like behind his ear. And he just goes, ha ha ha, good one. <laughs> everybody just burst out laughing dude and then like he gets up on stage to do his roast or whatever and he goes hey what's up everybody uh ann coulter's here yeah ann coulter and he goes which is weird because if ann coulter's here who's sitting in the middle of the fields uh watching over our crops because she was like a fucking scarecrow bro i was just like like oh my god he goes some people call Ann Coulter a great, uh, great celebrity like um, name or like like person. He goes, but most people just call her a cunt. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, <laughs> dude. He's he him and Bill Burr are my favorite comedians of all time, dude. Like they're just so like they don't give a fuck what they say and they don't no. care about like other people's opinions of what they say and I, that's I, that's what i love about them i think dave Chappelle's probably my favorite yeah dave Chappelle's up there i was super disappointed in his last stand-up though because it was just like i think we covered this before but wasn't it didn't feel like he was telling jokes it just felt like he was talking about like the battle between him and the trans community like and he popped a few jokes but mm-hmm. the entire the entire set was just that and i was just like like, all right, dude, I get it. Like, 
trans people don't like you. You don't like trans people. Like, it's fine. Like, just like tell me some funny jokes. It's supposed to be a comedy special, not a fucking TED talk. Right? Yo, dead ass, dude. And I was just like, uh, it was just super, I was super bummed when I watched it because I have such high expectations for his comedy because he's fucking, he's top three, like all time comedy goats, I would say. Yeah, he's probably up there, huh? Yeah. I fuck with him. I fuck with him too. It's fucking hilarious. And he's been doing it for so long too. I fucking love the bit that he has about the um about the LGBTQ community when they're on the fucking road trip or whatever. And like they're all in the car. Oh you know yeah, he's like got, yeah, he's like we got some Q's and some L's. He's like he's like no. the V's are in the back. <laughs> he's like he's like see the gays like they're driving it like they know what's going on or whatever. And yeah, then he's yeah. like and the lesbians like this is like their personality and stuff. Yeah. Um. And then it was just funny, dude. It was good. It was a good bit. Um. Yeah. I'm not gonna delve, dive into the whole thing here, but if you want to find it, it's probably pretty easy to find on the internet. His uh yeah, his uh sticks and stones, I think Netflix special was good where it's like the two-parter. I don't know. I think I think that's the one. I think that's where that bit is from. It's like his one of his Netflix stand-ups from like 2018 or 2019. But um, dude, like apparently a few months ago, Bill Burr um he filmed a special in at Red Rocks. So that's, I think that's gonna be coming out like yeah, I think you're this right. Year. I'm excited be for dope. that. Yeah. Bill Burr's Bill funny, Burr's, dude. Bill Burr's so funny, dude. Um, sometimes he's like over the top. So like on his podcast, I think. Um, like yeah. just like certain things, like he'll just like rip into like over the top, and it's like, all right, all right, all right we get it, we get it. You yeah, need, that's one you don't thing. Need to he be does that horse. He does that with uh, some of his stand-ups too. Like he just like sometimes goes not he doesn't go too far. He just like goes too long on the yeah. same topic. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it's just like all right, like move on. But like yeah. other than that, like his nah, stuff, he's good, dude. He's so funny. funny, dude. I like the uh, the bit he has about how he wants to like when he talks about wanting to get a helicopter. I don't know that one. I'm talking about or he's talking he's talking about how he wants to learn how to fly a helicopter because just in case of like a zombie apocalypse, he's like. Dude, the helicopter is the ultimate fuck this, I'm out vehicle. He's like, all you got to do is just fucking get in and what are you going to do now? I'm fucking 60 feet in the air, just sitting here floating. Like, Yeah. It's like, yeah, dude, you're not wrong. It's the ultimate fuck, fuck this, I'm out vehicle. And There's like, no you don't even have to go anywhere. Like, whatever takes yeah. the least amount of fuel. Like, if you could just hover, you know what I mean? Right. Like, have, they're not going to be able to get you. Right. And he actually, it's funny because he like actually flies helicopters yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, he actually yeah. flies them. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Bill Burr's, I think Bill Burr, Dave Chappelle, Pete Davidson are my top three in no particular order. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't have that deep of a comedy knowledge. Daniel Tosh used to be one up there for me, um, but he doesn't really do any, do stand up anymore. But nah. like his old, his old stand ups were, Dude, if you went back and watched it now, it's like, whew, like he was saying some fucking edgy stuff like for today's times. But it's funny because yeah. like back then it was it was just normal. You know what I mean? I think it was definitely not normal. It was like it was more it, accepted, though. It was it was way more accepted. It, it was but it was like. Fringe edgy, like it was like almost edgy, um, yeah. but it was like fine. Like nobody really yeah. felt too much of it. 
Yeah, like, um, if he came out today and did a special like that, like, his old ones, like, Happy Thoughts or something, like, he would he would get canceled, as they say. Yeah. So quick. I hate when people say that shit, though, dude. Like, you can't cancel. Like, the, canceling somebody is not real. You know what I mean? No. Like, I, like, people use that term to be like, oh, wasn't he canceled? It's like, no, dude, you don't cancel somebody. Like, all right, some people, like, Louis C.K. fucking jerked off in front of women and lost his job, but, like, he's not canceled like he still exists like he's still a comedian you know what i mean like it's just it, it annoys me when cancel culture like comes out and like full force on people and i'm not saying like those people don't deserve it because some of them do but it's like like when they try when people try to cancel joe rogan for like saying things yeah that but it's like it's just like be- it's just because they're dumb dude like it's not yeah. their fault they're just dumb yeah it's, because it's the epitome of not like, being able to think for yourself right 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 like when you're just trying to like shut people up like it's so bad like yeah and that just makes it worse like if you shut people up like you're just gonna push them to like find whatever they're having common with other people somewhere else like there's gonna be like a different like for like twitter and stuff like there's gonna be like a different platform platform that would host them right so like now you're just like kind of like exacerbating it and making it like like a bigger problem like if you shun people whose like opinions you differ with from your platforms and it's like all right you're alienating us and it's only going to make them like believe like have like a more firm belief in whatever their thoughts are that they get banned for and then they're going to go to some other fucking platform where they're allowed to do it and they're gonna fucking just go there and start posting shit and finding people and like they're gonna gang up in there and it's just gonna get worse Instead of right. if you just were to let people talk things out on every platform and then they could say, oh, you know what, dude, maybe my opinion isn't right. Maybe there's a different way that I can look at this. There's people yeah, on Joe Rogan that are talking sense, about dude. it. That's common sense. And a lot of people don't have that. No, they don't. And there's a lot of studies that are coming out like by like reputable uh, universities that are saying like if you like it's like so bad for everything. Like for society as a whole, like if you if you don't let people like express their opinions and stuff, and if you ban people and stuff, and like it's bad for like their mental like well being, like they're like if they get banned or like shunned from something or like they can't like express themselves, it's like bad for their like mental well being, but it's also just like bad for society as a whole. Yeah, because I mean, not to get like political or anything, but that's essentially what communism is: not letting anybody have a voice and just being like setting the standard like the whole point of democracy is allowing people to have freedoms like speech and and stuff like that and when you take that away dudes like yeah you may not agree with what this person is saying but they have the right to say it as long as they're not hurting anybody like yeah and, and that's the term like hurting anybody is very like there's a fine line with that because a lot now of they can construe that into like inciting violence and like that's right. so broad and a lot of people would say like oh chris rock's joke hurt jada because it hurt her feelings but it's like one that's a joke dude a joke is not supposed to care about like your feelings and to fuck your feelings to fuck your feelings like he can say whatever he wants as long as he's not physically harming somebody like yeah don't like it look if you don't like it don't blame chris rock blame the people that hired the comedian that makes the jokes to host the fucking show yeah it not even that if you don't like it who fucking cares dude don't watch it right I don't like The Bachelor, therefore I don't watch it. Facts. It's not hard. 
really not hard. Oh yeah, it's uh, it's it's bad, dude. And the fact that like nobody was like up in arms about Will Smith. Will Smith literally got on stage and assaulted somebody on national television, international television, and then ten minutes later was accepting a speech for his his fucking Oscar, like. Dude, if that's anybody else, like he would have been probably kicked out and possibly arrested. Like, if that's a normal person doing that, dude, like, you know, that person's being reprimanded some way. But, like, why wasn't that? Why wasn't anything good with that? Like, why didn't he get in any trouble for that? He's like, Will Smith, brother. Right, right, dude. And just because he's Will Smith doesn't mean he should have these types of privileges. Like, he's still a fucking human well, being. Well, that's dude. the way it goes, dude. Yeah, well, it shouldn't be like that. Cancel culture comes out and they pick and choose who they want to cancel because of their agenda. Like, oh, for sure. Not for saying sure. not saying Will Smith should be canceled for what he did. Like, obviously, everyone makes mistakes, but he should have had some sort of reprimands. Like, he fucking assaulted. Hey, hey, somebody, hey, bro. hey, hey! He posted an apology on Instagram. Oh yeah, but he didn't even write that, dude. It was probably his publicist. Yeah, but he posted it. Well, somebody his, posted it on his. His behalf. publicist was probably like, "Hey, dude, like, just to fix your fucking social image, we should probably say something." And he was like, "Yeah, whatever, go ahead." Yeah, but uh, I think that you still gotta give him credit because he's the one that put it out. I don't give him credit, dude. I <laughs> make a public <laughs> apology, whatever. But if he was really man enough, and I'm sure he did do this because I'm like from what I know about Will Smith, not saying I know the dude personally, obviously, but that's what it sounds like you're saying. You gotta, you gotta, dude, go to Chris Rock and apologize in person. Why, like, why does it need to be made public? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you didn't, you didn't slap the public in the face on national television. You slapped this other human being, dude. Like, be a fucking human being and apologize to this man in person. Don't make a statement to save your own fucking social image. Human beings just, don't care about other human it just, beings, Johnny. It's just, it's just, it's everything that's like posted online, dude. It seems sounds so fake to me, like ninety percent of the time. It's all just for like, like social images and like how people like portray themselves. Like none of it is genuine. Nah. So I literally just use my social media for sports, like. All my Twitter is pretty much all baseball and sports stuff and the occasional memes. Like, I don't post, like, life updates or, you know, like, I'll I'll tell, like, funny jokes about, like, some things that happen in my life, like, with the people that are in my life. But I'm not like, oh, look what I accomplished. Look what I did. Blah, blah, blah. Just because I feel like 90% of the time when people are doing that, it's just for they're doing it just for likes and fucking engagement and stuff. Yeah. That's not for me. Yep. I'm going to sip my Bud Light and do this podcast. All right, let's do it. Let's keep on rolling to the sports episode. Wakanda forever. All right. Later, homies. Have a good week. Smooches. (laughs) Smooches.